I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Hey, so we're live now, right? So um, I know I didn't announce this, so um, I, yeah, I don't expect everyone to just jump on and watch, but I just wanted to get uh, some thoughts out there. Um, so why don't people understand catch wrestling? We're seeing quite a bit of comments online uh, where people are saying uh, different things. Basically, what to me, they're showing their uh, lack of understanding of catch wrestling. Uh, we also get a lot of comments uh, about pins and stuff. So this, I think that's one of the most common things where uh, a lot of people don't um, see the value in pins, but they're pretty amazing. And uh, we've been kind of sharing uh, a lot of these pinning highlights on our Instagram. So if you guys want to check that out, uh, please do. Please uh, follow us if, if you aren't already. Uh, we really appreciate that. But um, the main thing is that in catch wrestling or about catch wrestling, the general public is getting all kinds of ideas where, you know, you, they'll, they'll start hearing, they're starting to hear the terminology a little bit more and more, um, but it's associated with things that aren't catch wrestling. So uh, it kind of gives, one of the main things is um, pro wrestling, which catch wrestling is not, right? So when Frank Gotch was doing uh, professional wrestling, the rules were catch wrestling rules and um, it was it was actually very soon after that um, you didn't necessarily have to you didn't not necessarily you didn't have to be a wrestler to become a professional wrestling champion right um, so a lot of these uh, promoters really got involved um, they say like one of the the thing one of the history that I think more people have to know about um, and if, say if you spend a lot of time with uh, catch wrestling historian Mike Chapman, he'll let you know. It's like a lot of these uh, legit catch wrestlers uh, back in the early days and then, you know, especially after Frank Gotch, so in the early 20s, um, if they had something else that they could be doing to to make money, to provide for their families, uh, they quit, right? Uh, once it went really completely pro, um, then... Uh, they found other things to do. So actually, I want to kind of share uh, one thing, uh, one story in particular from Mike Chapman is it's a really great story. So and and you can actually find this video on YouTube. It's not the best quality because uh, Mike Chapman he actually found uh, the last uh, catch wrestling match that occurred in Madison Square Garden between Earl Caddick and Joe Stecker, right? So someone uh, I guess copied his copy and then put it up on on uh, youtube so it's a little bit like in, in his home uh clear 
you can see, but anyway, since it's on YouTube, I still recommend going to watch it. But anyway, that was one of the biggest matches uh, ever. You can see the, the, there are tons of people in the crowd uh, or in the stands and um, it was a big event. It was one of the, like only one fall kind of matches where uh, a lot of people were saying like, oh, catch wrestling has to be a three, best of three, whatever. Uh, it, that's not the case. Uh, but anyway, this was um, uh, a one fall thing. Oh, hey, is that Ravi? All right, thanks for watching. Um, yeah, it's good book suggestion, right? So going back to that match, right? So it was a smash hit. And so then according to the history is that both uh, Stecker and Caddick then were asked to do a tour, like a wrestling tour. And the promoters were saying, okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna restage this um, uh, and, you know, in different cities. And then, so maybe one city Caddick can win and the other city Stecker can win. So uh, basically it was going to be uh, kind of like this, this drama that was staged, right? So um, both men uh, decided, according to the story, right? It makes it seem more cinematic where um, they were, uh, they just spoke together afterwards after that meeting and they said, let's just uh, like, we've, we just can't do that. Can't do that to ourselves, our own honor. Um, I know um, I've heard that there's a lot of people out there that believe that um, all matches were were fixed or whatever but uh, there's still a lot of people who who have that sense of honor and um, that they, they they really want to compete for it for like for real right uh, another man uh, his name's Nat Pendleton he um, was like he really idolized Frank Gotch so this is back the same same time period um, but he was younger, right? And so it had gone, like professional wrestling had gone away, like, you know, so much far away from the catch wrestling rules at that time that uh, he ended up abandoning that. So he, uh, but he did have matches uh, even against uh, the, the Tiger Man, right? So John Pesek and Pesek uh, uh, wrecked his knee. Uh, but Nat, he was a talented man. He, um, he uh, he became basically he ended up moving out here to LA. He, he'd been in a bunch of different uh, movies. He also um, is really smart. He did all kinds of work, right? So he abandoned the dream of becoming the professional, um, you know, wrestling champion um, because he wanted to be doing the real thing. So uh, let me see. If someone asked a question. Is there some documentary? Um, well, there's there's a lot of um, I see. There's some documentary book that that talks does extensive research into the history and evolution of transition from catch wrestling to pro. Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I spent a lot of time uh, with you know Mike Chapman talk discussing that. And so um, based on his research, so he was the one that actually created. Uh, the Dan Gable uh, Wrestling Museum, um, he, which he's, you know, he's retired from that now, but that museum still exists. You can find that on online as well. It's in Iowa. Now it's in Waterloo, Iowa. If you guys want to go visit it, it has tons of great uh, memorabilia, a lot, a lot of it was procured by uh, Mike himself. Um, but uh, kind of the consensus amongst them, 
among some of the historians or it's like uh, definitely after uh, kind of around World War One is when uh, that big shift happened uh, in professional wrestling. So um, it, it's, it, it happened a long time ago, which is sad. Okay. Uh, so I have a question about the, oh, so we have our online uh, academy, so the Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy. Um, yeah, so if you guys uh, join the Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy, so the way we want you to do that is to do the, there's two fundamentals courses. So one, fundamentals of, of takedowns, right, and fundamentals of the mat wrestling, so the stuff on the, the ground, right? So a lot of you guys who do judo or whatever, isn't it called, like Nawaza or whatever, so the ground fighting. So that one is set up in a drip formation because I want you to take one lesson at a time and I really need you to spend time getting that muscle memory, uh, in you know, getting the technique into your muscle memory. So uh, it's usually set for, I think you can do the first few lessons uh, just one after another, but then it's set, then it, then you trigger that drip, right? So then that means you'll get one lesson per week. So you just keep going back the next week, you know, after seven days, right? So, but you gotta, gotta keep drilling, keep drilling. All right. Okay. Oh yeah. No, no problem, Hinato. Uh, hopefully I pronounced your name right. Um, let me see. I don't know who that who that person is who broke down. So someone is mentioning that you broke down self-defense videos and said your wrestling needs work. Um, um, yeah, I wish I'd seen that video. I don't know what video you're talking about, but um, uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. So uh, maybe you can, uh, actually if you can send the links over, uh, send it to the Catch Wrestling Alliance Instagram or something, just, uh, or, you know, or even a, a comment down somewhere. Uh, check it out but so you're asking about some solo drills uh, for wrestling a lot of it is doing the footwork footwork so your stance drills um, you can you can be practicing like shots right so it's like if you're sprawl right so you can you can be doing that but uh, another thing with regards to holds like you really got to uh, be, be working on uh, like getting back into like the double wrist lock positions or right? those figure four uh, positions uh, working the snap down, so really try to envision that you have someone there. Um, you know, working the snap downs, walking around, making sure making sure you're not crossing your legs. Uh, a lot of a lot of the footwork is actually the same, or the same principles from standing to ground. You don't just want to uh, stay stationary and turtle if you're on bottom. Uh, you really have to be dynamic. Okay. Uh, okay. So actually, going back to the original topic, right? So, uh, but keep on asking your questions, and we'll try to go through them. But going back to the original topic, um, so besides pro wrestling, right? We also have uh, uh, people believing that freestyle and folk style are their own things that are separate from catch wrestling. A lot of people don't know that history that they both uh, like stemmed from catch wrestling. So. Uh, people have to know that when they started the modern Olympics again, uh, there's two versions of wrestling that they adopted, right? So one was popularly popularly called French wrestling that they renamed to Greco-Roman, right? So that was a popular style at the time. A lot of people were doing it. And uh, so um, they renamed that one as a, to pay homage to uh, the Greeks and the Romans. Um, 
and then the other style was amateur catches catch can so uh, that's what it was called and then later they changed the name to freestyle so but right from the beginning you know uh, submissions were banned already so uh, but since since a lot of people want to be in the olympics they want to get that gold medal or you know they want to represent their country uh they're fine with whatever rules changes uh that occur so like like they don't care that um uh, by focusing instead on just the these rule sets even though since that time uh since the the, the modern olympics started until now there's been several several um rules changes right so they keep on decreasing the amount of time that um you know that the match happens right so it's really just a few minutes nowadays uh, and again there's no submissions right uh, and also you can win by just by rolling the person over several times um so that's kind of what you're seeing you're seeing people kind of like pancake out um and then um you know like if the other person can get that gut wrench or the leg lace They'll just they'll just roll right and then if they can roll them enough times uh you win right so there's no no need for pinning even though that's one way you can win and it still happens but a lot of times it's it's a point game or a rolling game right so but with that being said since so many people want to do it and the olympics are so popular these styles are practiced all around the world i mean so you have you know great countries you know uh that are have really strong wrestling teams uh you know even the united states you know you got iran russia uh, even uh chinese women are really like they're starting to beat the japanese women so if you guys don't know like in women's wrestling yeah, japanese are really some of the best uh, but the chinese women are training really hard um and they, they actually trained at the, the university that i went to that i trained at in beijing so I had a chance to meet their head coach and all that. And, and that, so going, so kind of adding to my point is that when I spoke to their head coach, you know, they're, they're interested in like catch wrestling history, but they, you know, they, they really can't shift any focus away from the rule set of freestyle. So uh, that's kind of another thing that I've encountered since I've been at several um, uh, NCAA wrestling finals. I was a presenter and I you know, had a booth and all that. So I spoke to a lot of people. A lot of people really love this history, um, but it's like they, uh, they just, not only do they think that folk style or freestyle or both are the only real wrestling, um, they, uh, they, they don't realize that there's more, to, or that it all came from catch wrestling or that there's more to uh, the wrestling that they, think of as wrestling. So we have all these things that are um, kind of muddying the water, right? So people kind of get this weird sense of what uh, real wrestling is or what catch wrestling is, right? So um, that's kind of one of the things I want you to think about, especially when you hear people, so more and more people are using the, these terms, right? Where where um we're seeing that like so at least i'm, I'm saying it's like all these people are not, now they're claiming to be catch wrestlers uh, i don't know where they trained and whatnot and maybe they see even even some famous jujitsu people they're like if something is kind of uncomfortable or if a, if a technique is somewhat uncomfortable then then they'll label it oh this is some kind of catch wrestling move or whatever um so uh, it's, it's 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 its own style that's the main thing that i want you guys to understand it is not pro wrestling. It is not 
folk style or freestyle, even though these three major styles um, are both, or all three of them came from catch wrestling. Uh, so just know that and uh, let me uh, answer some more of your questions here. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it earlier, but I saw on, the, on Reddit, uh, someone described catch wrestling as just about cranking with brute force. They believed catch wrestling was not technical uh, with submissions. I wonder why that has become the perception by some people. Right. Um, yeah, Hinata has a good response. Yeah, I think that also, too, that's another thing that we're dealing with. So, like, pride from these other styles. Right. So, a lot of times, like, if, say, if you believe something and uh but something better comes along you know there's going to be these uh groups of people that are resistant to adopting like uh like something that might be better some better technology or 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 if you believe something based off some old information and then some new information like more in-depth uh information comes out that might you know that should be enough evidence for you to change your mind you'll still get a bunch of people who uh, might just stick to their old ways, even though they don't realize that um, their, they, like say, like their idea of what wrestling is, isn't even that old. It's not as old as, like say, freestyle, folk style, pro wrestling. They're not as old as catch wrestling, right? So um, this older style, or, or people don't realize how things have evolved over time a lot of times. So that, that, and then also then we have these other styles, like how uh, Hinato mentioned, um, like we have jujitsu, who you know they have they have a history that again it's also not as old as catch wrestling but uh they're they have a lot of pride right so we have a lot of great uh, jiu-jitsu practitioners um that definitely don't want to they wouldn't necessarily want to admit that there's something else that's good because they've had so much success in uh doing what they're doing using the techniques that they know already um so it, it doesn't mean that the the and that's also too. It's like doesn't mean that anything else is bad. There's a lot we can learn from jujitsu. A lot we can learn from um, folk style and freestyle. A lot of the great um, uh, techniques in all of them, right? That are really great. Um, but yeah, catch wrestling is a style, and um, I think I think that's uh, going back to the initial comment about what people are saying on Reddit about catch wrestling about not not uh, being like so refined or whatever, whatever they're trying to say, right? um, or, or so technical, uh, they just don't know it. They just don't know it uh, whatsoever. Because um, what we're seeing is is uh, or like what you will see, right? The more you study catch wrestling, is that it is technical. I mean, we do have all these things um, that are catch wrestling specific. So some of these techniques share names with uh, stuff that's also used in jiu-jitsu, in uh, amateur wrestling. Um, you saw like these sit-outs or some cross-face. Cross-face in catch wrestling is quite different from cross-face in jiu-jitsu. Definitely in jiu-jitsu, geez. <laughs> so different, right? But then also, uh, even in, uh, even in uh, folk style and freestyle, cross-face is different. Um, um, and so, uh, I think that's another layer that you can add on top of why people don't quite understand catch wrestling because catch wrestling was always aware of the submissions and the pin at the same time. So the way you might do a sit out in catch wrestling would be a little bit different than the way you do a sit out in uh, amateur wrestling, right? Or um, yeah, a lot of these techniques where 
um, say like in folk style, you can't clasp your hands or you can't like can't can't uh, grab around the waist by closing your hands, or you have to have the arms separate, right? So catch wrestling, there's no rule against that. So a lot of the techniques are um, are a response to the body lock type position that you won't really have in folk style because of the rules. So I think a lot of people don't understand that aspect as well. So there's so many layers about it, about why people don't understand catch wrestling. So uh, ultimately I appreciate you, you know, you who are watching right now and commenting because it seems like you guys have a, a real desire to understand and to learn the real thing, right? So let me go ahead and get back to some of your questions. So Reddit can be a valid source of much information, but also a large source of disinformation. That's a great point. And this, this is the other thing too, where it's like, I had one guy trying to argue with me and he was uh, quoting um, Wikipedia. And that was the thing that's like, um, Wikipedia actually, uh, supposedly it's improved a lot with the quality of information that you can get from it. But, you know, for the longest time, universities would not accept a paper if you wrote it and you're citing information that you got from Wikipedia, um, it wasn't as reliable. And and so, um, from what I understand, like I have a, a really good friend who's a college professor in Canada, and uh, she was telling me that um, they they're a little bit because of the, they've upped their standards a little bit. Um, universities are kind of changing a little bit on Wikipedia, but. But still, it's like uh, these sources where, um, you know, anybody can throw up whatever they want or say whatever they want. Um, it might be a little sketchy, right? Um, so um, th that's one thing, one good thing to remember. Um, let's go to the next question. So please give a lineage of catch. It will show that jujitsu and BJJ actually derived many other yeah many of their techniques from catch wrestling. So, um, well, um, yes. So, so everyone, just so you know, so I was like, yeah, um, catch wrestling was a traditional style of Lancashire, so the Lancashire region of uh, Northern England, and then it spread not only to the United States but all throughout the world. Right, it's a really exciting style. And what also people have to understand is that even when it came to the United States, we, um, just like the rest of the world, there were several different like grappling traditions, all right? So there were several different styles going on, having, uh, they were having grappling competitions all the time anyway, right? But uh, catch wrestling became like the dominant professional style. And so people from these other styles where you'll hear about all these different names like Glima and uh, Collar and Elbow and all that stuff, um, you know, you'll hear all these names and so all these different competitors who had who had different base styles would compete in those rules, right? But the traditional catch wrestling style, so another name for catch wrestling was called Lancashire wrestling. So that's because of the region that it, it evolved into. But going to the, back to the whole thing about the lineage and uh, comp comparing and contrasting that uh, to jujitsu, yes, you can see that a lot of uh, especially nowadays in nogi, they're trying to adopt a lot of the, like say wrestling or amateur wrestling into the nogi style, right? So it's, it's gotten to the point where even uh, these big names in jujitsu are are calling ADCC a wrestling tournament, 
right? Because especially in nogi, you know, you got to understand how to grip someone without without them wearing a gi, right? So uh, wrestling is perfect for that. But even more perfect is uh, catch wrestling because it's aware of the submissions, right? But um, uh, I kind of want to go back to what we were saying about the lineage thing, right? So yes, jiu-jitsu takes a lot of techniques from catch wrestling. But yeah, so remember that there is, uh, these are two different styles, right? And then um, I mentioned how someone was trying to argue with me and they're trying to quote or cite Wikipedia. And um, one of the things also that I told them, it's like, you're not seeing in these old jujitsu books, right? These black and white, uh, these books with black and white pictures, you know, back in the, uh, you know, the, the early 1900s that came out, um, you're really not seeing uh, a lot of these things like sit outs and not so much of that what, what uh, we consider like all the stuff from Turtle, right? So, or what in Jiu-Jitsu would consider a lot of these techniques from Turtle. They weren't quite there um, in back in the day, right? So you can see these two different styles that uh, you'll, you'll have people kind of merging merging uh, nowadays with, especially if they're doing no-gi, right? So ooh, let's go ahead and check another question. Yeah, so you mentioned Luta Libre, but I mean, yeah, the, the only thing about Luta is that um, uh, uh, they don't really seem to emphasize the pin as much. Oh, is it from Robbie here? He says he found a reference to catch wrestling all the way back in the 1600s as well. That's, that's wonderful. Please take a picture of that and uh, send that to me. That'd be great to see. Uh, Kill a method. Uh, maybe you can become a, a member, at least of this channel, and maybe you can try to set something up for you. Uh, so it'll just be for you there. Um, let me see. So one of the things. Let's see. Oh yeah. So Eric, he's talking about um, inconsistencies that he has found with Wikipedia and. Uh, Yeah, and so when he tries to talk to them, like stuff's always changing, right? Yeah, that's that's the thing. So you can't really take Wikipedia uh, too seriously, and that's why universities really don't. You gotta show more evidence, <laughs> and also too, it's like it's almost like it's too easy. Um, okay, oh Matthew Johnson, thanks for watching. Um, let me see. Yeah, so locking hands was your biggest problem when you were doing folk style. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so easy to get that body lock, um, but it's illegal, right? So, so yeah, that, that's why it was a problem. But yeah, it's totally not a problem in catch wrestling. Um, and that's why there's a lot of the catch wrestling, uh, say, sit-outs, or this also movements called sags, or um, these different types of techniques are aware of that body lock. And so um, it's, it's about countering that, right? So that's... That, that, that's another reason why it shows that there there is a difference. Catch wrestling is its own style, and um, it's a, let's say like a more of a complete style. And so say, say someone who's coming from uh, uh, amateur wrestling background uh, that you know they might love amateur wrestling, 
and for some reason and it's true a lot of people they they don't know that history that wrestling used to have submissions and whatnot they're going to be proud of what they're doing and then they're going to think like some of these catch wrestling techniques might be strange or why do you do things that way and it might look weird um that, that's something i encountered as well but it it is because they're cognizant of the submissions right also too you'll see a lot of folk style guys you know totally giving their leg away um they could be knee bar knee bar uh, entries right and no if they're doing no gi or catch wrestling um but you're seeing a lot of that in like people who are doing more funk style um like folk style wrestling um totally great and all for amateur wrestling because of no submissions but uh you know if you're not as skilled or not as good as at, at getting out of a lot of these leg locks you know you're probably going to find yourself uh submitting right um so we kind of um peeled back some of the or at least at least we showed how many layers we have to kind of get through um to uh let you know or like let, let people know or understand that there's many reasons why people don't quite understand. And so um, now you guys can kind of see where it's like, so if, if you're seeing these comments, say like on Reddit or or even on other YouTube videos or whatever, it's like a lot of people um, don't quite know or like uh, we wouldn't consider what they're doing so much catch wrestling. But yeah, you're seeing like all these jujitsu guys uh, titling their video, like some crazy crank is a catch wrestling technique. Uh, while the cat, while this crank might be a cat wrestling technique, it is, it is uh, uh, might not be showing the the entirety of what cat wrestling is. All right, do you guys have any more questions? No, go ahead and throw them up there. No, <laughs> all right. So um, I kind of wanted to get that off my chest. Um, so we got um, other videos coming out. So also too, yeah, and. I'll, re I'll keep this video up. I'll keep it live so you guys can continue um, making comments. Uh, also request whatever you, whatever uh, video you'd like or technique or if there's anything that uh, you guys have um, are been having trouble with, then you know just let me know. Oh, who's the best catch wrestling coach you've ever seen? Um, uh, personally, uh, I think my I have two favorites. Right, so uh, of course Roy Wood in England, and then also John Strickland uh, on on the East Coast in South Carolina. Uh, two of my favorites. Um, they live and breathe catch wrestling, um, so I can't recommend them high, highly enough. All right, so I guess we'll go ahead and uh, leave this here. Uh, go ahead and continue uh, commenting, and I'll, I'll leave this video up. All right, thanks for watching.